Hey, this is Brandon. I'm here with Kenan and Vic. Um, this is episode number three of the Hardwood Boys. Today we're going to talk about some of the gear that we use on kind of a regular basis. Before we start, I would like to thank our wives and children for letting us hunt and going hunting with us. And to add on to that, I would like to thank our grandparents for introducing us to hunting and really showing us what it was all about. And now I'd kind of like to start off and we'll turn over to Kenan and talk about kind of the gear we use on a year-to-year basis um yeah my name is kenan i just wanted to introduce myself again um so people can learn our voices and who's talking um, when we're talking um my gear is definitely not the best uh, but it, but it works great for me i my bow and arrow i use a high country not even sure what the actual model it is i bought it from a college buddy in 1999 is the year I graduated college. That's why I remember it. And I bought it from him used. So he had been using it for a while and he let me buy it from him for like 150 bucks or something because I wanted to go bow hunting and I hadn't had a bow in a long time throughout college. I didn't do any bow hunting. And uh, man, that thing still shoots. I, I take it out of its case in August to get ready for bow season and I'm lying because it's usually September when I take it out. Um, and get ready but yeah i take that thing out i haven't had to ever cite recite that thing in and i've had it since 1999 that is insane it is insane and it shoots like 5,000 feet per second so (laughs) no it just any deer i've ever hit with it it has killed i will say it kills so okay now i'm gonna pass it on to vic he can talk about some of the or his bow that he hunts with here's vic Hey, this is Vic. Um, thanks for listening in tonight. Um, I shoot a Bowtech Realm. Uh, I was using a Hoyt. I shot a Hoyt for about seven or eight years and, and made it switch to Bowtech two two years ago and uh, fell in love with it. it. It's a relatively light bow, in my opinion. It's got a, a, a massive let off and so makes drawing on a deer a lot easier if you have to hold on to that shot for a while. I have a single pin sight on it, and, and it, it's set at 28 yards, and I'll shoot at 50 yards, I'll shoot at 10 yards, all with that same sight. I, I do not move it. Uh, it took me a while to, to sight it in, and now that it's there, I, I, I'm very confident with it. By single pin, do you mean it, it, it actually moves when you You can it adjust it. You, can, you yeah, adjust you, it you, you loosen it up. You loosen it up, okay. then you can move it up or down depending on where where you want okay. to go. I just want to mind set. I don't, at I don't think he. I don't think he ever moves it. He just keeps it at that one. You just keep it at twenty eight. You know how yards. high to aim above or how yeah. much to aim below. It's, it's just practice. I like the, that. The more yeah. you shoot, yeah. the the better off you're going to be with it. I so. like that. Yeah. And as far as my arrows, just you know, run the mill. I like the Easton arrows. Um, I use the Rage mechanical heads. I've, I've never had an issue with them as far as you know failure on, on their part I, now i'm not gonna lie i have lost deer but it's not due to the to the head the, to the broadhead it's it's due to the to my shot um <laughs> but i will preach this every time i talk about arrows i love my luminox i will never get rid of luminox i will use them non-stop um i even target practice with my luminox just i think it helps with, with low light and the the most important part of my entire setup is going to be my safety harness which um i, I love that and i it, it took a little bit getting used to but i will i will i will wear it in a ladder stand i'm going to wear it in my climber 
um, and, and and I'm gonna tell everybody I know wear your harness. And, and what's the what kind do you wear? I, I use the <laughs> the hunter safety system harness. So that's um, the one I've seen on TV a lot, and I hear a lot of people talking about. So that's, light, that's the, high it's, end. It's, it's lightweight. Yeah. Um, it's all you know, click together. They have a a tree tether that you can put on the tree mm-hmm. to to help stabilize yeah. you up up in the in the tree. You know, if you do fall. So, so with that kind, I've also heard about the ones they have a rope coming so if you're climbing do you use that i don't i don't have one of those of I, mean, I think you're going to use that more on like your lock-on tree stands mm-hmm. which i don't i don't hunt in a lock-on you know i hunt in my climbers so you know that's yeah. that's kind of my preference so brandon what kind of harness do you use so i use a, a muddy harness um you know I, I tried the one that came out of the box i have a summit open shot so it's it doesn't have the front bar so it's kind of scary once you're up in the tree because you have no protection if you kind of fall asleep or whatever and go forward so the reason i switched to a to a muddy it's got two you know it's got the quick snap so it's easy to put on um it's pretty comfortable it's camouflaged and black and um it works pretty well is it lightweight yeah it's pretty lightweight i mean it's not it's not extremely lightweight but it's you're it's not heavy your climber that, oh no, no the climber the, oh. the climber weighs nothing. Oh yeah, and yeah. No, it's like thirteen pounds, but it's tiny. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a death trap in a tree. It's the really is. thing in the world. No, it's it's, I, it's I hard to it's it. hard to climb the tree with because I mean you don't you don't have that bar to lean back on. That's yep. really what a climber's um, what you use for leverage. So you've got to use your like forearms on on the top part. So it's it's a little scary. So I started wearing a harness a lot more with that. Um, so while we're going through gear, so I, I shoot a, um, a diamond SB one It's a left-handed bow. Um, I started out with bows, uh, with, uh, with Vic's Hoyt, his used Hoyt bow. Um, it's a right-handed bow, but turns out I've got a left dominant eye. So, <laughs> so I finally switched to a left-handed bow. So you shoot a left-handed bow and a right-handed gun? No, I actually switched to a left-handed gun as well. Really? But you used to shoot a left-handed For gun. my entire life, I've, sh- I've shot everything right-handed. Okay, I'm the but, opposite. I shoot a gun left-handed, a right-handed. No, I shoot a gun left-handed and a bow right-handed. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, so I, I finally I'm, I yeah. finally switched. I I'm, gotta, I'm all right-handed, yeah. but I'm, I'm just going to interject here yeah. <laughs> um, kind of as a public service announcement. If you are right-handed... <laughs> <laughs> and you think you can shoot a bow left-handed just let me warn you um brandon got his bow and i was like if i can draw this bow back i want to shoot it he's like okay it's no problem so he's out making target practice i i draw back i release and pretty much filleted my forearm and i, I didn't i didn't i didn't cut skin but i left one heck of a bruise for about two weeks swollen i mean it, it was rough and, and i swore to myself i would never shoot a left-handed bow again ever and i will tell you raise your hand anybody out there that's listening and anybody at this table the three of us if you've ever hit your butt hit your forearm with a bow string I, I have i never have you never have brandon no you have i have have you did you ever do it as a kid the first time you shot a bow yeah but it, it's it's so funny when when i guess you know as a right-handed shooter, you're holding the bow in your left hand, 
And I mean, you know, it would it would thump my forearm, just kind of hit yeah, it. Yeah, and give it you a little, never, might leave you a little scratch. Never, yeah. never anything bad. And you know, as I was shooting Brandon's bow, and I'm holding that bow in my right hand, <laughs> I, I, I have no clue, but it caught me mid elbow and went to my hand and literally I, just raked across my, my whole I've definitely done that when I was younger. The first time I ever shot a bow, I got one for Christmas when I was, I don't know, 10 years old. I ran outside to use it and nobody had ever taught me how and I pulled back like that and, and, and just did exactly what you did. And I also had a buddy um, who inherited a bow from uh, his father-in-law and he did the exact same thing, and he sent me a picture of it. I don't know if I have it still, but he, he messed up his arm. He said he'll never touch a bow again. So he, <laughs> but, but I remember as a kid wearing that little guard. Did you not wear that little arm I, guard? I, no. I, I, I did after I, I, I spanked myself in the arm really bad one I, time. I, I, I um, swore I would learn how to shoot without having to well, wear I, wore, I didn't know you could shoot without I've wearing I've never it. had one of those, and I also shoot a recurve bow. Yes. So I've shot... You know, I've got my daddy's bow that, I mean, he had. I shot that, and then I've, I bought one of my own that had a little higher poundage, but um, never, ever raked my arm. You've never raked your arm? Either side. Oh, I've done it. You've done it. Well, you did it the, yes, I've, with, I've the, done it. with the wrong, belt, yes, wrong side yes. belt. And I've done it. I had a buddy that did it. Um, yeah, it hurt. Um, by, be taught by someone instead of just grabbing one from the wrong, wrong side. Yeah. Okay, get back to Brandon. Your gear. Are we still talking about your gear? No, I think we're. I think we're really done with. Okay, that. we can we, talk we, about not my gear, but but the the harnesses. I want to get back on the harnesses. I know we brought it up the last episode, right at the beginning, and then we're talking about it. And I want to make a point. And I'm glad Vic brought it up, and I'm glad you brought it up. You use a really nice harness, Vic. Um, Brandon used about a mid level harness. Yeah, yeah I mean, forty five dollars. It's probably forty five dollars, probably hundred for Vic's. Yeah. And I use the one that comes out of the box with the with the climber yeah. or the with the lock on stand, which and works. It works. It yeah. does work. I and I, I'm going to buy a better one this year, I think, just because they're more comfortable and more they're easier to well, use. Well, I think it's the ease the uh, ease of putting, putting it, on. it on. Yeah, mine's a pain in the butt. Once, and I don't you, like them. once you know how to put the harness on, it is it is it's, it's fluid. You can do it with your eyes closed. It's just like putting on a a, a, a your, your jumpsuit, your, your, your hunting jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah but yours, when you yeah. have the the quick clips, it's so much easier yeah, than together. weaving all the. But straps mine through. makes so much noise climbing up and then trying to hook it up, and, and so yes, I'm going to get a better one for this year. And and like I said in the previous episode, I haven't always worn them, but I'm going to start wearing them now. I think they're very important, not just very important. They're a must. You 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 should not climb in a stand in this day and age. Climb more than five feet or ten feet in the stand, not even over five feet. If you're in a climber or a lock on. You should be wearing a harness. What, what kind of stand do you use? Um, Climber. I use a Summit that I got from Brandon. I bought for a dollar. Uh, he told me he gave it to me, but I made him make me buy it <laughs> so that I would feel better about myself. Um, it's still out in the woods. I hate the fact that it's still out in the woods, but I use I kind of I use a climber in a weird way. I lock them in the stand like a lock on. I right. put them up there, and I and I have one of those ladders that okay. attaches to the tree. I like to use my climber as a lock-on, just because I don't like all the noise in the morning. Well, do you not? Are you not concerned about you know sitting in the weather and the rust on the cables or anything? I, I am. I've I've gotten up into one of them, but it was after like ten years of being in the stand, and one right. of the cables rusted, and that yeah, that was dangerous and stupid. Yeah. Important to have a horizontal yes, at that point. Exactly. But yeah. these summit ones, I mean, they're, they're these summit ones are coated with rubber. 
Um, so I'm not as concerned. But yes, the first time I get up into one of those stands, even a lock on, you should check the locks, right. the, K, the, the, the chains that are there, because they're going to be rusted. You got to check all that and, and be harnessed in when you do that. Um, so just in case it does break and fall, there's no reason to put your family through that. There's just really no reason to put your family through that right. or put yourself through that. Because imagine, even if you're out there just getting ready for the deer season and you go up there to test and you stand and that cable's just got one fiber left and it breaks while you're 15 you're, feet in the you're air. You're in trouble. And you're 40-something years old. You're, it doesn't matter how you hit the ground. You're going to be hurt. Yeah. And if you either die out there or, you know, have to people Broken find leg, you two or three, yeah. three days later, you have to – it's just not worth it. So I would also worth. like to say if – so while you're preparing for this, also have a knife or something on your on your body in case you do fall and you're just hanging from your yeah. your harness because you're stuck on that tree with nothing below or above you. Yeah. And you've got to get down at some point. Yeah, if you can get yourself back yeah. to grabbing the tree or something yeah. and then you can cut yourself free to get down. Because yeah. if you're hanging 15 feet in the air, yeah, no, hanging there would not be a good way to die either. I I didn't bring up my type of climber. Um, And, you know, I mean, it's a mute point because they don't produce them anymore. They don't make them anymore. I I use a tree walker. It's it's 19 pounds. Um, Is Is that heavy? Uh, not, not. I mean, I don't. I don't consider it heavy. Okay. Uh, my old man was heavier, and yeah. it was a much smaller yeah. stand. But I did um, like the old man. Yeah, I, I love my old man. I had it for for eighteen years. Yeah, but I think for down here, I mean, that's that's fine because you're not like I bought mine because I also hunt in the mountains. Yeah, you got to walk, and you don't want to. You don't want to carry any extra weight. So I mean, down here, I mean, it's not a problem. No, it's relatively flat. In so my my tree walker um and, and they were made in kentucky and and i'm, I'm so glad a, a, a buddy of mine his name is robert he turned me on to it and i went to his house and, and put his in a tree and was like oh my god this thing sticks I, i'm gonna be honest with you i was the, the the guy that only hunted in a pine tree just because it was it was easy bark for my my old man but it makes it makes so much noise getting up once you get in there and you go up and down a couple times yeah but it's stuck in there once you're there no i agree (laughs) this tree walker climber that i have i will i will climb a telephone pole with that thing and not worry about it slipping off it's also got a front porch on it but (laughs) it's it's a pretty big (laughs) it's nice big stand and you, when you got it didn't you and brandon go down the road and climb a telephone pole or something no, not a telephone pole <laughs> no, see, we, we did we did put it in a in a pine tree but something that that i got that my buddy robert told me that i, I should invest in was stabilizer straps and and brandon you you i don't know that you can use them on your your no i can't okay. i mean you, it's you actually should, made it more stable you, it's okay yeah and the straps hook to the to the outside the furthest point from the tree on the top climber okay and you secure them to the closest point to the tree on the foot stand and when you tighten those bad boys down that stand is not going to move on the tree it is it is yeah. amazing yeah the, the tree will break before that stand comes out of that tree yeah so for mine i've got that i don't have a front bar normally with a front bar you can push down on it and really set that your seat portion into the tree right um but you know with mine you can't do that you've basically got a little angle that comes down where you can put your 
hand on, yeah, but right, a little ball yeah, right there, yeah. But I mean, you can't really set that top seat part. So if you stand up, that thing could just fall yeah. down. But with the stabilizer straps, it puts a little pressure on it where it holds it down so it makes it a lot more safer well for me i i I don't want to have to stand up if i don't have to so i I can shoot sitting down for mine um i've got a little you know kind of like that little u-clip that you put on the side you can put your bow in it yeah um so it'll hold it so you can just kind of pick it up but specifically at your place you know the deer just kind of come out of nowhere and they're right under you and you really just can't stand up so if you can shoot sitting down Oh yeah, with I, that bar, it kind of hit prohibits you from doing that. Speaking of shooting sitting down, didn't you have to shoot sitting down <laughs> in the blind? Well, kind of on a knee out of yeah. a blind, which was kind of weird. <laughs> it's a, the first time I've shot out of a blind, or you know, just pulled a bow back in there. Yeah. It was kind of it was really weird. But you did kill the deer, so yeah. you got the deer. Yeah, so I mean that that was good, but it yeah. was it was just odd because I kind of sat in there, got in there in the dark, and you know I didn't really think about it a whole lot and you know i just figured the deer would pile into the kind of that little, little food plot area, yeah. that's there the open area and they didn't they just kind of hid around the back edge of it i had the um, same experience with deer in that same spot i don't know if it's the blind they were scared of but it couldn't have been because i've had it's deer been there for a while yeah i i've sat in a blind and had deer 12 feet less than that 10 feet from and the night before feet. we watched all the video cam from and it with all, all right the deer in there they're not scared of the blind yeah. they had to, maybe when you open the window they're scared i don't yeah. really know but there was definitely something but regardless it's the first time i ever had to pull a bow back in in a blind and then get set up for a shot hey. like on a knee and but hey I, you know I, I set you up and got you a deer yeah. i was just proud of myself for getting you a deer yeah. so i appreciate do, it do you think that they might just be picking up on your scent? your your scent or the i don't know the like the electric the, like the static electricity that your your body puts out i have no idea it's a it's an ameristep not real expensive blind so they it's definitely not you know it's covering yeah but the our, wind wasn't blowing across I know. it so it, it was it was kind of weird thing and, and blowing towards you got some, yeah but you got some weird deer there i mean we went out one time you put me in a you just told me a place where you thought would be good so i walked out there and the we started out really late i mean it was almost the light was coming up and i got i made so much noise getting in the tree i mean we were so late i mean there was just metal banging on everything oh yeah i remember that you know yeah. my old stand i was hunting like 100 yards away yeah, you, so i could you, hear it yeah. yeah and i was just i mean it sounded like i was hitting a metal pipe with a stick yeah me and, me and georgia were hunting. you know i get up in the tree and about i didn't even get i didn't even sit down once i got everything situated and i've got five deer under my stand yeah. It's the the deer are crazy. Yeah, yeah. you like, saw the deer, and you even shot at one, but did, it was yeah. It was yeah, mess. I think it hit a branch or yeah. something, and it just shot up. Because we heard you shoot, and yeah. I was thinking he just shot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't we, even sit down, and we it were was 100 crazy. yards away, and we didn't see a deer. Yeah, you're begging and make banging metal all over <laughs> the place in the dark, and he sees deer. A lot of times, I, I think, think they're attracted deer to it. Are curious <laughs> about the sounds that they hear. Early uh, in the season. Yes. Early yes. in the season. And that, that's Kenan's dad's theory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for listening. That's all we have for today. Um, if you like if you like our podcast, please subscribe on whatever platform you're on. Um, you can look us up on Facebook. You can find our email on Facebook. Um, email us with any questions or anything you'd like us to talk about. Thank you and look forward to talking to you next time.